This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. How can you be prepared for your next Disney vacation? By booking with me. You don't want to be that guy that's stuck in the crowds, waiting in the four-hour Pandora lines, and being turned away at restaurants. Contact me at WPMagicJourneys.com. Tell me you heard this ad at Dis After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so Hakuna Matata, because you will... Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome for this week's Universal After Dark and Happy New Year. This is our first episode of 2018. How exciting! I'm your host, as usual, Amanda, and I'm joined today by all my favourite people. So we've got P-Dubs. Buongiorno. Oh, fancy. We've got Chris Ripley, the return of Sea Rips. What time is the three o'clock parade? <laughs> um, guess. <laughs> guess. I'm going to go with four. Weirdly, it has <laughs> just moved back to three o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's been at two o'clock for the last year. <laughs> what a way to confuse people. And we've got our Luke. Hola. Hi. <laughs> What have you been up to? I feel like I haven't spoken to you for the longest time. What have you been doing with your life? Um, nothing. Working a lot. <laughs> you got your Universal Pass back though, didn't you? Yes, I'm very happy about it. But I didn't get Volcano Bay though, which I'm not too sad about because it's cold out. But I may, I may add that on later in the year. So I've got a question for you about your annual pass. Yes. So... Because I'm having a predicament with mine right now. So my pass ends in May. But I'm visiting in April. So I was reading about how if you renew your pass, you get it cheaper. But I don't want to renew my pass in May. Because then I'm obviously not going to be back until September. So I'm going to have all those months that are wasted. Whereas if I renew it in September, then I'll have an, another year from September then. But if I wait to do it in September, do I still get it cheaper? No, I tried doing that as well because I just had to renew mine. It has to be within like a certain amount of days before that um discount goes away. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. Oh. Well, I think 
the for the pass that I've got the blue pass is that the premier pass I think. The dark yeah. one or the light one? The the light one. Yeah, that's the. Per, I yeah, I think that's the preferred one. Okay, so I think the save one was about seventy dollars, but if I'm just gonna waste all those months, then maybe it's yeah. better to just do it in September. Yeah, that's what I would do personally. Yeah, that's well, I emailed them today, and they but they taking a long time to email back. So I thought oh, I'd no. ask you because you've just done it. Chris, what have you been up to? Because I really haven't spoken to you for a long time. Oh, sorry. Um, I've been doing lots of research for a new book. Um, a new book? A new book! I'm uh, so excited. Can we know what this one's about or is it a secret? It's a secret, unfortunately. Oh, I'm extra excited. And I've uh, just had loads of weird hours that I've had to do. But then normally after Halloween... November, December, I usually go and hibernate anyway, so <laughs> I go and um, lick my wounds because Halloween Horror Nights is over for another year. That is true. I don't think people understand like how busy you are from maybe like even March. Yeah. Like March through till November, you're like cray busy. Mm, flat out Great. every day. Yeah. So. And then you've got us, you've got Scare Zone, you've got Diz After Dark, you've got all your books. And I think, like, last year, didn't you bring out, like, three different books? Oh, something like that. Yeah, so you're a busy, busy man. <laughs> and I have been pre-booked as well for Strike. Oh, what? yes. Zing. What? To talk about um a certain Halloween Horror Nights maze. Yes. From years past. Yeah. forgot about that, but yeah, it's booked. Oh, oh, I thought you said that you'd written a book. No. For Strike, and I was like, what? When did this happen? No. Jeez. Okay, well, let's start as we usually start on every other episode with what we're drinking. So, you know that I'm going to be drinking something boring if you listen to this week's Diz After Dark, because I'm on a health kick. So, I'm drinking a fake chocolate milk. So it's not, not even a real one. Not even a real one. It's oat <laughs> milk, but surprisingly tastes nicer than actual chocolate milk. So, um, I'm good Actually, with that. Actually, oat milk is not bad. I, you know what? I've like I've tried chocolate soy milk before, and I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. And I'm not like a big chocolate person, but I feel like I had this when I was in Florida one time, and I saw it, and I was like, I'm gonna try that again, and it tastes just like a Starbucks drink, so I like it. Well, it's much more boring than my usual Budweiser's, but I'm determined to carry on with my no beer till April, maybe. Maybe just till the end of January. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, yeah good luck. <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's been a test. Paul, what are you drinking? I'm being really boring as well. I've got just a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, It's going to be a dry night, I think. Oh God, I'm being boring. I'm being boring. I've got water. Oh, Chris, I thought you were going to save us with uh, track and rum. Oh my gosh, guys, I'll save it. I'm having a ginger ale. <laughs> oh, well, Luke, you're so well. <laughs> we're all teetotal. <laughs> guys, it's Luke's birthday tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Oh, happy birthday, Luke. Thank you all. Tomorrow. I don't know when we're going to release this episode. It could be, it could well be tomorrow. It could be Monday, undecided. 
But when you listen, everyone go over to Luke's Twitter and wish him a happy birthday because we're so excited and we hope he has the best day ever. <laughs> My heart. And you're going to be doing something super special this weekend too, aren't you? Yes. Oh my God. I can't thank you guys enough. I'm so jelly and I'm so excited for you because it looks like it's so cool. I'm not sure what to expect from it because I've never been to a dining thing at Universal, but I am super excited. Are you going to vlog it? Of course. Yes. Duh. I am super excited then. So Luke's going to go and do the new Marvel dining experience, and I'm crazy jealous about it. Heck so yeah. that's going to celebrate his birthday. Oh, yeah. The footage will also be on a new camera. I got a GoPro. Yes. Oh, wow. Which Heck GoPro yeah. did you get? The Hero Black 5. So oh, sweet. Oh, that's such a good one. Yes, I am very excited to use it. Yes, I'm so excited for all like the water ride footage that you're going to be able to get now. Yeah, and I got like a bunch of like mounts and stuff I could put on my head or my chest, <laughs> so I could go on all the rides with it. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Oh y'all. Okay, we'll get into what I'm going to do on this episode. Basically, is we're going to do a little bit of news, then we're going to do some rumors, some cool stuff, um, and then just any other bits that we feel like talking about, really. But we'll start off with the news. And, Paul, do you want to talk about this one? Because you, you sent it to our group yeah. earlier. Um, so, finally, um, Hogwarts is going to get its full-time projection show. Well, full-time as much as a couple of days a week, by the look of it. But the nighttime lights at Hogwarts Castle will be making its its move from Hollywood uh, into Orlando. Um, starting from the 31st of January, um, there is going to be a preview in in celebration of Harry Potter, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit more as well. Um, so it's going to get its preview on the 26th of January um, for those guys, and then they're going to do some tests the next couple of days before before it goes live on the 31st of January. How exciting. I haven't seen the show that's in Hollywood, because when it, when, um, it got announced last year, I was like... I did that thing that I did with Kong where I was like, um, not going to watch this in case it, we do get it and I don't want it to be spoiled for me. And I've only recently watched the Christmas one for just in case like someone wanted to randomly take me away for Christmas to go and see it. It didn't happen, clearly. But have you have you guys seen the, the Hollywood show, like even on YouTube? I haven't. I haven't either. No. No. <laughs> Well, then we're all going to be surprised by it. But I did look at the artwork that Universal released today in their in their blog post about it, and it looks awesome. Like it looks, it looks the way that I imagined the Christmas one to be until I watched the Christmas one. So you've got like the the houses displayed on the castle, and you've got the Harry Potter theme music playing. It just looks so cool. And the, and the Do we think point, that? I was going to say well, the sorry. the plus point for Orlando is that they've got a lot more room than than Hollywood have. Um, I know Hollywood had problems with crowds um, actually being able to see it. More or less, as you walk in, people were stopping because it was the best view. Ah. Whereas Orlando has a bit more room. Yeah, I mean it, it is pretty crowded in that area, like even during the daytime. So how have they been controlling the crowds there? Luke, Luke, did you go and watch it? 
Yeah, I did. I do have footage of it, but it's stuck on my phone. And I try. I have footage of the parade too, but I could never get it off my phone. I don't know how. <laughs> is it is it more than three minutes long? Oh yeah, the well the parade is like twenty five minutes or something, and Do then the show is about. Go? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's something with iPhones, and I don't know why they do it, but whenever you're trying to put things from an iPhone to the computer, if it's more than three minutes, it just won't do it. Oh, all rip. I know. What? <laughs> was it like super crowded? Um, it was. It was definitely like crazy as crazy as i've seen it there because what they were doing where they were splitting the road in the middle so people like leaving or coming from jurassic park would have to stay to the right side and people waiting for the castle show would just kind of be huddled over off to the side and then they would release all them towards this was also backed by like the butterbeer cart or the train they would stop everyone back there and then release everyone towards the castle and then you would all just kind of huddle there and it wasn't too, too bad. They had it under control pretty well, but you're definitely in a crowd. Yeah, like that's, that's something that worried me when, when they announced the Christmas one. And part of me was kind of like, well, at least it won't be for a super long amount of time. So maybe they can kind of get the kinks out with the crowd control. But I don't see a way that they could open it up anywhere, really. Or like any of the places that you could watch it from. Yeah. So... Maybe if they moved the the toad um the toad choir stage. Oh yeah. That might open uh, up a little bit more. Yeah, it would definitely open up a lot of space. Uh-huh. So maybe that's something they could look at for this one. Because they, they posted the dates up until February, did you say, Paul? Uh I think let me have a look. I've still got the article open. I think they've opened the dates. Yeah. Um, the announced dates so far are January the 31st to February the 5th and February the 7th to February the 12th. Uh, and that's it so far. Huh. So, do we think that they're going to carry this on afterwards? I would assume so. I think they're probably testing to see what works. Well, I'm pretty sure that when I was... And I'm, I'm trying to double check now, but when I was looking at um, park times for April, I'm pretty sure that Islands of Adventure was open later than it usually would have been. Mm. So, like, obviously this has got to be, like, done when the park's open later because it's got to be dark. Yeah. But I do remember thinking to myself, that's weird because Islands isn't usually open that late, like, that time of year anyway. Yeah, but with the show, it's definitely, like, when I was there, it definitely felt kind of like Disney when you were waiting for Wishes or any fireworks show they had, and because, just because of the crowd levels, but it brought in a bunch of people up from what I saw. And you know what? I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. Like, I've not heard one person say anything bad about the show. Yeah, it's really good. I loved it. I know that Gary went and um, he's there now and he flew over and managed to get there for the last night of the show in and he said it was like really emotional and it was the most amazing thing that he's seen and everybody posts such cool pictures of it as well I know I wish I had a good camera (laughs) well you have now yeah 
Definitely. So at least you'll be able to go to the non-Christmas version. But the Probably versions that I've seen on YouTube, I was like, wow, I'm super incredibly jealous of absolutely every single person that's watching this right now. <laughs> it was just so well done. And, you know, the, the creative teams had worked so hard on this and it really shines through all of the hard work. So I'm definitely sad that I missed it, but I'm hoping to maybe get out there for Christmas one time so I can see things like that. But at least I'll get to see this one potentially. But we mentioned Celebration of Harry Potter. So we've had the announcements for the celebrities that are going to be there from the films. And some of them I can't pronounce the names of, I'm not going to lie. But the (laughs) ones that I can pronounce of, we've got James and Oliver Phelps. So they are obviously the twins. And then we've got Natalia Tenner from Game of Thrones and obviously Harry Potter too. She plays, is it Nymphadora? Nymphadora Tonks. Yeah. And oh, then, that's a name, isn't it? And, well, <laughs> there's a guy with a, with a cray-cray name. Nymphadora. Stanislav Yanevsky, yeah. Bulgarian actor. Okay, plays Victor Crumb, right. And he's in Hostel. But and we've got Bonnie Wright too, so she plays Jenny Weasley. So they're the actors that we're going to have this year. Bonnie Wright with the boring name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bonnie Wright. Easy. <laughs> but people are really excited about these guys this year. I know that the twins have been there before. Has Jenny been there before? No, she's only just started doing events and kind of the last year. I think she was there for the opening. Of oh, really? Diagon Alley, but she's never done any of the, the celebration events. Huh. I know that, um, oh, I forgot what her name is in real life, but she plays Luna Lovegood. Ivana uh, um, Lynch. Yes, that's it. I know she's been to a few. But is it Natalia Tenner's first one, Tim? I think so. Oh, that's right cool. Then that'd be cool for yeah. I think it's a fairly it's a strong lineup. The the Phelps twins have have kind of stayed away from a lot of it recently, and they've only just started coming back into doing events and things like that. So, so it's a it's a fairly strong lineup. Yeah. Has anyone ever been to um, Celebration of Harry Potter before? Yes. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. What's it like? I, I went last year. Um, it's, I mean, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. It's definitely cool, though, to go walk around. If you're a huge fan, then I, yeah, you got to go see it because they have a bunch of Harry Potter stuff, but I don't really understand everything, so I just kind of walk around and <laughs> I, I scan everything and then I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like whenever I'm watching people's vlogs on it on YouTube, my favorite bit is always when they have the, um, the choreography of wand combat skills on their music plaza stage and then you've just got like a sea of people on the grass and they're all doing the same movements and I absolutely love that. I think it looks so cool. But this this looks like an awesome event this year. And then obviously we're gonna we heard Paul say that they're gonna do a preview of the the new projection show just for the people that are at Celebration of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And then I think that there was another preview night as well, 
the day before that and that was going to be for the um vacation package people they have that. Yeah, so you can you can do a Harry a celebration of Harry Potter vacation package. Oh dang. Uh-huh. And so you'll you'll get you know, it's like two or three nights in more of the hotels, you'll get your tickets. And then you'll get this extra night where you'll get a preview of the, the show. So what? that Sounds awesome. Do we think they'll do a special Celestina Warbeck show because they did the special Christmas show? Like, hmm. will there be a special show for the celebration? I don't know. Now I'm curious. I know because that would be really cool. Like, I, I love, I love the Celestina Warbeck show, but I'd like to see different ones. So the yeah. Christmas one was awesome. Yeah, and then don't they do the puppet show? Didn't they do a Christmas one of that as yes. well? I think last year or I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if they could change it up every so often, then like I'd I'd really be into that, and it'd be cool if they did one for the celebration. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anything else to talk about with the celebration of Harry Potter? Not not much else has been announced for it. No, they have the the usual the guys that created all the the posters. In the films, mm-hmm. Lima Mina, I think they're called. They're going to be there again, uh-huh. uh, selling some awesome. of their wares, I believe. Um, That's cool. Let's have a look at what else. Um, oh, yeah, and if you go to the celebration, just be prepared to wait at least an hour in every line. <laughs> the lines are horrible. Did you, when you were there, did you get sorted by the sorting hat? No, that you first you had to wait in like one thirty minute to an hour line just to get in, and then once you got in there, you had to wait in another line for the sorting hat, which was thirty minutes minimum. <laughs> I was like, so, eh, I don't need to yeah, do that. Be prepared to wait, then people. Bring yeah. snacks, bring drinks. But I've always wanted to to be in town for Celebration of Harry Potter, but it's just like there's so many things that Universal are doing now throughout the year. It's like Epcot. So there's like, there's never a point of the year where you don't want to be there now. Yeah, like Epcot, but good. Yeah. Well, (laughs) food and wine's good. Yeah, food and wine's good. I'm going to try Flower and Garden Festival for the first time this year, so I'll I'll give you my opinion on which is better. But yeah, like the, the it seems to be that there's there's going to be like no slow time now at Universal because there's something mm-hmm. happening constantly. And like straight after celebration, we've got like two weeks until Mardi Gras starts. Oh, so excited! <laughs> Are you going to go and see any of the bands, Luke? Uh, I was looking so far. I mean, I would only be interested in Macklemore, but. I rarely listen to him, but other than that, uh, probably not. Uh, that was it. Like, I felt like was it last? It wasn't last year. It was the year before, wasn't it? Where they had Fallout Boy. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. I didn't. And know. apparently, it was like crazy, like crazy, crazy packed, yeah. and they couldn't handle it. So I, I don't think they'll get anybody like that's as relevant and current. Yeah. Because they don't want to make that mistake again. Yeah, but there was only maybe uh, I'm talking about list now, and I think there's like three, three acts that I that I know. But I, I couldn't tell you any of the songs. But 
that's going to start on the on the 3rd of February anyway. And we've got Sean Paul. So I, I recognise Sean Paul. But I couldn't tell you a Sean Paul song. <laughs> Any Sean Paul fans? No. No. <laughs> nope. Chris? Um, I feel Secretly, like I, yes. <laughs> I feel like I should know. <laughs> I I don't know any of his songs, and I'm sure that'll come to me when I as soon as we stop recording. But <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just don't know any songs right now. But then we've got the Beach Boys, also know of the Beach Boys, but I couldn't. Uh, oh, maybe like boys. Yeah, Shoot, I'm a huge fan of the Beach Boys. I mean, half of them are dead, surely, aren't they? <laughs> I I don't know because I don't I don't know them that much. Oh, like, uh, I'm not even sure if it is. The, the four, I think there might be one of them. Really? <laughs> yeah. And it's not even the lead singer. I think it's I think it's his brother. Yeah, oh, at least God. one or two are dead. Yeah. So oh. it's like the pretend Beach Boys. Like yeah. The yeah. Boys. I know the lead singer very rarely performs with them but anymore. All of them are in their seventies. Yeah. Partying wow. hard. <laughs> <laughs> Starting <Really? early. laughs> you, you, you heard my uh, Brett Michaels story, didn't you? I love Brett Michaels, but it, I remember that it turned out to not be Brett Michaels, didn't it? And it turned out to be, was it Kid Rock? It was Kid Rock. Yeah, it was Kid Rock. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I love Brett Michaels. And yeah. then at the end of it, we were like, no, that was Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, I, I do love If Brett Michaels was playing, I'd, I would be there. I love Brett Michaels. So then we've got someone that I've never, ever heard of. And honestly, I haven't even Googled the ones that I don't know because I was waiting to see if you guys had heard of them. <laughs> Kelsey Ballerini. No. No. <laughs> no, Luke, even you haven't heard of her, so she's not just, like, known in America. No. <laughs> okay. Never heard of her. Well, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'll Google her now then and see. <laughs> She'll be, like, some, like... Total underground. What was her name again? Kelsey Ballerini. Maybe I'm maybe I'm saying it wrong. I don't know, but it looks like Ballerini to me. Oh, she's a country singer. Oh, that's why. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, no, con- <laughs> country's not my thing. <laughs> but I'm I'm sure that she's fantastic anyway. Then we have Andy Grammer. Uh, I've heard. I think. Oh, he sings a really popular song. Hold on. I think you guys will know what song I'm talking about. Oh, really? Like, I've never heard of him. Oh, the Honey, I'm Good song. I think that went pretty pretty viral. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was over here. That was like I a... don't think I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah Honey, I'm Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> it sounds a bit country westerny. Yeah, no. it's kind of like yeah. Okay, is this just turning into like um a country festival? Clearly. Well, then we've got Macklemore, and you know, I know at least Luke knows Macklemore, and I know Macklemore. Yeah. No. No. no Sorry, Paul. I know the name, but no, no song. No. <laughs> okay, well, he he is like the only one out of the whole entire group that I'd like consider go and see, but I wouldn't make the trip there to see him. I I would like if I was there at the time, 
I was going to be in the park anyway, I'd be like, okay, I'll just kind of like yeah. when people like when Plain White Tears are playing at Epcot Eats the Beat, like I wouldn't have gone especially to go and see them, but because I recognised who they were, I was like, oh, I know like that one song by them, so I'll just watch them. That would yeah. be like come off me. Then we have this is the one that I've seen most people talking about on Twitter is three one one. No, never heard of them. <laughs> I think I think that they were big ish in America, maybe in the nineties. Oh, and yeah. I think they're like a reggae, ska kind of punk kind of group. I think they're like I a, a mixture I've, of everything. I think I've heard a couple of their songs then. Like yeah. I've honestly never listened to them in my life. But Their music looks like it was probably on the soundtrack to American Pie, the movie. <laughs> probably. <laughs> to be fair, probably. the soundtracks were quite good on that. Yeah. But well, it's yeah, that kind like of... Blink White 2 and stuff. So, yeah. like, they... yeah. if Blink White 2 were there, it'd be a whole different story. Oh, God. Then Plus we it would have... be worse than Fall Boy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so the next one is one where, like, I feel sorry for him, really, because, like, his parents have just named him, like, the worst, the worst thing. Philip Phillips. Oh. oh, I know him. Pop really? Idol or American Idol or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, he was really? American Idol. That's the only reason I know him. No, well, I've never heard them, but I did feel sorry for him. <laughs> I thought I thought you were talking about Pitbull, but then I'm like, wait a minute, that's not his <laughs> well, given name. <laughs> I mean, there's two there's two different weeks here where we've got to be announced. Oh, <laughs> I'm still feeling like we're going to get Pitbull, honestly. Yeah, to lip sync <laughs> again. Time. Like, it's either going to be Pitbull or we're going to get, like, a big person announced last minute. Before, mm. like, when it's too late for people to book travel. Yeah. <laughs> but then we've got Fitz and the Tantrums, also never heard of them. Ooh, they're pretty good. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like, what are they? Uh... Kinda indie, more like up tempo indie music, I'd say. I don't know, but they're pretty good. I've heard a couple of their songs. Okay, well, I've never heard of them. Are they like are they big in America? Uh, not too too big, but they're definitely one of the bigger bands. Oops. Okay, so that could attract quite a crowd then. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Foreigner. Heard Foreigner. Heard some Foreigner songs. I want to know what love yeah. you. <laughs> They're another one where I'd be like, if I was going to be in town at the time, I'd be like, well, I may as well come and see Foreigner tonight. It's like watching Rock of Ages. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm always down for listening to, like, 80s rock ballads. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Then we have Fifth Harmony. I believe they were there last year, too. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And they're a girl group. I think maybe they were on some kind of, like, um, maybe, like, X Factor or something. Yeah, I think they were on over here. Oh, really? Are they British? British. Yeah, I think so. I'm sure I read something the other day about them being British. They, They signed a deal with Simon Cowell, according to Google. There you go. Hmm. Well, I feel like I, I definitely remember them being there last year. And then the last one, which maybe is the biggest one, actually, that's on there, is Bush. Oh. Which, which 
President Senior or or, <laughs> or Kate the or Bush. 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 Oh wow, they actually put on a really good show. Like I think they are actually the the biggest star on there. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, because like I think Bush Bush is quite a big band, and then obviously Gavin Rossdale's married to Gwen Stefani for a long time. So I think they're maybe the more, the more famous. Yeah. If the Beach Boys aren't the real Beach Boys anyway. <laughs> like, I feel like the Beach Boys are the most recognisable <laughs> name on there, but yeah. if they're not the real ones, I'm going to skip it down and go to Bush. <laughs> but then we're going to have um, brass bands coming over from New Orleans. Oh, and they're gonna like be... the street performers? Yeah. So they're going to have a different one every week coming awesome. over. And then they're going to be playing in the um, the New Orleans like square area that they set up in the park. Have you been to Mardi Gras before, Luke? Yes, I've been uh, multiple times. It's it's super super fun. It looks really really fun. What what's the food there like? Uh, I haven't tried much of the food, but the beignets I always get. <laughs> That's why I always, always want to try, but I don't yes. really know what they are. They're so good. It's just, have you ever had a funnel cake? Yes. They're, it's basically like that, but just a big dough of it instead of all like the sprinkled around dough. Huh. So it's really, really good and very sugary. <laughs> they look super, super nice. Whenever I see people talk about Mardi Gras, they always just talk about bananas, and I'm like, oh. and I'm Princess <laughs> and the Frog too. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you going to be in town around Mardi Gras? No, I'm going to... That Mardi Gras finishes on the 7th of April, and I'm going to be oh, in darn. the week after. That close. I know. But, like, I was thinking about Mardi Gras, because I, I, I did say last year that I maybe wanted to come and try Mardi Gras, but then I thought it's going to be super crowded, for one. And it's, like, Easter holidays, Oh yeah. So I think I think the UK Easter holidays end the day that I fly in. I don't know, like how long do you have off for Easter in America? One week or two? Uh, I won't be getting any days off, but usually like the schools or something, I think they get like a week or so, just under a week. Okay. I well. Think. Like, the UK schools were definitely going to be off anyway, so I was like, no. And I couldn't I couldn't really see them having any bands that I really liked being there. Like, to kind of, to make it worth being there for when it was so crowded. Yeah. So I figured the week after, everybody's gone home and it might be, like, a super quiet week. Like, here's mm. hoping. But then yeah. last year, when I went in May... And it ended up being, like, the week that all the the kids were finishing school and they were, like, having, like, grad bash and stuff like that. Oh, yuck. And it was, like, the first half of the week was really quiet, but then the second half was insane and I couldn't get on any rides. Like, I was walking mm-hmm. into the park and turning around and walking back out because <laughs> it was just too much. So I wanted to avoid that for this year. And also so I could be there for my birthday because I've never been able to... To be in Orlando. I'm just hoping that it's not going to be too rainy because everybody always says that it's super rainy in April. Uh, You never know with Florida. 
Well, that's it. And how could it possibly be as rainy as where it was in September? Because it was cray rainy. Oh, yeah. Cray cray. At Mardi Gras this year, we're going to have six new floats. So, Luke, you'll be able to see them. So, they're going for more of a celestial feel this year. And they are going to have floats that are based on, like, constellations. So, they're going to have a Taurus float, a Virgo, Scorpius, Andromeda, Orion Hunter, and... I don't know how to pronounce this really, but so I'm just gonna wing it. Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. But they're gonna be the six to floats that we're gonna have, anyways. And the the artwork for them looks incredible. That's exciting. It looks so cool. Are you songs. gonna go and be on a float? Uh, I'm going to try. I've never done it before, but I know sometimes they just, like, ask people to get on the floor and do it. Because my brother's done it before, so I'm like, maybe oh, i got to really? try that out. Yeah. I've seen quite a few people do it, and I think I think that as long as you're an annual pass holder, I think you can do it. Yeah, that'd be fun to throw beads at people. <laughs> yes. Like, that's uh, two people, my two biggest people. fear, because... <laughs> Chris, do you remember when they did the Mardi Gras parade, but it was the Day of the Dead parade at Halloween Horror Nights? Oh, gosh, that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I think it was about 2003 or 2004. But they were just throwing beards everywhere, and they just hit you in the face. (laughs) Yeah, they they did some beads in in 2007 that... (laughs) that had the characters from that year on them, and they were really heavy. Yeah. If they were probably that heavy, they would seriously hurt. Yeah, exactly. Like, so that that's what puts me up a little bit, because I'm like, I don't want to get hit in the face with bees. <laughs> yeah. But people seem to have such a fun time at Mardi Gras, so oh, yeah. I'm excited for you, and I really hope that you can get onto one of the floats, and I really hope that you can film it for us. Heck yeah. Duh. Yes. <laughs> okay, so speaking of Halloween Horror Nights, Chris, do you have any special bits that you want to talk to us about? Well, I tell you now, I've got more rumours that are non-Halloween Horror Nights than Halloween Horror Nights rumours. Well, start off with the non-Halloween Horror Nights <laughs> and then we'll, well sneak you went all away in. You went all Jim Hill there, Amanda. That's that's me now, don't you know? I've not been listening to the last two episodes. I'm Amanda Hill now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the um, see, I, I haven't listened to any back episodes of Universal. That's sorry. So I don't know if you've covered this, but the strong rumor that I'm hearing right now from a number of fairly good sources, actually, no, very very good sources is that the Terminator is going to be replaced by Jason Bourne. Ooh. What? Matthew which, Damon? Which was my, yeah. my pick right from the word go. Yeah. Matt Damon, anyone? Wait, what? Seen, uh, <laughs> what? What was the South Park creator's film with the puppets? Trey Parker. Team America? Or... Team America, where they oh. go, Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, wait, Paul, how, what? 
you know, well, it was how, just... The, how it was, I was born, your pick, I don't understand. Well, it wasn't what I would pick, but it was the one that I guessed it was going to be. With how? how? How they what? described it with it being like an action show that was one of their own, that was in-house. That's the only other action film that Universal have got in-house that's worthy of something like this that's been going on for a long time, other than The Fast and the Furious which they were obviously already putting in. And I was just like, the mm-hmm. only thing I can think of is the Bourne trilogy. Yeah, the Bourne... Everything Bourne is universal. So um, how how would this work? Would it be the same kind of format as what Terminator was, or, like, completely... Like, how? Well, nobody knows, to be sure. Originally, um, the idea... And this is part is the rumour. Originally, the idea was to bring James Bond... Universal, but I believe um, the company behind Bond was not keen, or at least they couldn't reach an agreement. Um, so they fell back on their contingency plan, which was Jason Bourne. Um, and as soon as they decided on that, that's when they decided to close the Terminator. But I believe, again, just rumour, originally the James Bond um uh, uh, would, have, would have been similar to Terminator in that it would have mixed footage on screen with live action people but I heard absolutely nothing about um, Bourne. The only interesting thing I have heard about Bourne is that, you know like at Harry Potter they got the um, the uh, Butterbeer and uh, obviously the Simpsons, you've got the Clogger and they've got all these different mm-hmm. things now the thing I'm hearing about Bourne is that supposedly they're going to be releasing uh, an aftershave so you can smell like Jason Bourne, but you can only buy it at this attraction. What? <laughs> what does Jason Bourne smell like? I don't know. Am I, Why don't they like, do that Maggie smell? I've never seen any of the, like, well, I've, I've, like, seen them in, like, the background, but I've never, like, sat and given it my full attention. Do they say that Jason Bourne smells a particular way? I don't know. I've, I, I, in fact, I hold my hand up. I'm, I'm a Bond fan, so I've never watched a Bourne film. Huh. Ah, wow. Uh, like, I, I wasn't expecting that. Honestly, <laughs> I was expecting, like, a singer attraction. Yeah. So that is quite odd. That, well, like, that expect, expect an announcement on that anytime soon, I'd say. Wow. Um, the other rumor, well, it's the other. I'm getting I'm getting conflicting reports about another attraction, uh, Shrek. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing from a lot of people that that will go away very very soon, because mm-hmm. the idea is that they will probably be doing a much larger Shrek thing, uh, but when they open up a new uh, fourth gate, so Shrek will go away. That's what I'm hearing. But what, what the conflicting reports that I'm getting is I'm getting some people say it's one thing and some people say it's another thing. So I'm getting quite a few people tell me that this, it is going to be a Secret Life of Pets attraction. Right. Um, so which, that, like that would make sense. Yeah. Which will be very much similar to the Shrek thing where it will have animatronics and then a show that would be 3D. So that I'm hearing that. And then I'm getting a, another bunch of people tell me. That it won't, that that's the old idea, uh, and that because the film wasn't as successful as perhaps they wanted, they're gonna go ahead with a Minions, uh, attraction, 
that will tie into that area because obviously just opposite is um you know the actual um despicable me attraction okay so, so i'd like i'd be down for that if it was going to be if that area could maybe be like super silly fun land and they well, could maybe do a cool little kids roller coaster there or something what i'm hearing on the minions rumor is that it's going to tie into the Minions movie. Now, I haven't seen the Minions movie, but supposedly in the film, they go to Villain Con, which just so happens happens to be in Orlando in the film. Hmm. So the idea uh, is to build Villain's Con, which will basically be, uh, it will use some of the land as a, a traditional attraction, and then the rest of the land will be what do you call carnival games and things huh. but theme to that attra- that villain con basically so it's basically like comic con but for villains i am down for that idea that sounds fun <laughs> like i'm like okay with it but then what does it mean for like the rest of that area i don't know i don't like, know. like would that start kind of going into like monsters cafe area Oh gosh! Mm, I don't think it will because yeah. don't forget, Amex has got a lounge there that they pay oh, yeah. quite a few quid to have. Hmm. Like you have got like the road separating the two the two bits, but and then like if you started to go into that bit, then you've got to think about Fallon that's across the other side. Well, the thing is, we should be more annoyed because, in theory, if if either of these rumours are true, that means we're going to lose a Halloween Horror Nights location. That is yeah. true. That is yeah. true. Or do you think we'll be gaining one with uh, Fast and Furious opening up? Um, I'm surprised they didn't build something into Diagon, really, that was to the side that would be completely separate. But, you know... Nothing's impossible. I mean, they could they could do it. I mean, I mean, Fast and the Furious is. I'm right in saying it is a universal property, isn't it? So yeah, they couldn't. They haven't got someone like J.K. Rowling or Warner Brothers to talk to. So maybe you know, maybe they could build something on the side that's quite discreet. You know? Yeah, because I mean, it was in the disaster extended queue. So yeah, how big that? Well, that's now a gift shop. So. <laughs> that's it. Um, and then the final non-Halloween Horror Nights rumor that I'm getting. Is the very very recently I believe a, a store in City Walk has closed down. Yeah. Oh, Element. Yeah, Element. Okay, and the idea is that they're going to be putting possibly two virtual reality experiences in there. Oh, I thought we were getting Voodoo Donuts. Oh. Ah. Well, maybe I'm... it's a different location then. Oh. Voodoo Donuts? I've had I dreams mean, about that place. <laughs> like, that we could have Voodoo Donuts downstairs and a VR upstairs. It could be. Maybe it is that way around. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. Again, it's, it's just rumours. The VR comes from a pretty good source. Um, I'm just looking it up now uh, of what he sent me. Uh, right, so there's two virtual reality experiences. These are going to be similar... Not to the repository that we had at Halloween Horror Nights, but these are going to be more similar to what Disney now has at Disney Springs, which is that Star Wars virtual reality experience. Um, the two uh, 
properties that they've supposedly gone with one is jurassic world survivor so it will put you in the heart of the action of the second movie which is the one that's just about to come out soon which is basically around the premise that there's a volcano erupting um and then the other one which is quite interesting is called prodigum i think i'm saying that right prodigum strike which is based on uh, the uh, virtual reality players taking up the role of Tom Cruise in the Mummy film. Oh, that's weird. So... Like, why wouldn't they just call it the Mummy? Sorry? Why wouldn't they just call it the Mummy? I don't know. Well, I don't know. It'll probably be branded as the Mummy Prodigum Strike, but... um, the actual experience at the moment, as far as what I'm I'm being told, um, is is that's its name. So I don't I don't I don't I haven't really done any research into it or what that means or where that's from. I know both have been in development for a very long time. I mean, the Mummy, I think, as we all know, they thought was going to be much bigger than it was. So it mm-hmm. might be the case that they've had these people on the payroll for years developing this virtual reality experience, and now they need to do something with it. So. Hmm. Because the one that's at Disney Springs has been doing really well, hasn't it? Yeah. Is it called The Void? I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Is it that, that? That's, yeah. The, that's the company that's made it. Right. Um, it's I can't even remember. It's Star Wars something. But, uh, yeah, The Void are the company that runs it, both in California and Orlando and in London. Oh, there's one in London? Yeah. That's cool. One in Shepherd's Bush, I believe, in the shopping centre in Westfield. Mm. That's very random. Yeah. Okay, so tell us your Halloween Horror Nights goodies, if you've got any. Well, I haven't got much, actually. Uh, Most of my usual sources are all pretty tight-lipped at the moment. Um, I know that this year they're pitching a lot, and they are... um, probably going to be doing quite a large number of originals maybe slightly more than last time um one property that keeps coming to the top all the time uh, from discussions i've had with different people is that they're very keen to move on the rebooted halloween franchise yes i've heard that too um because that that is a universal property now um and that they will be the, the thing is, the, the byword now in Hollywood is that it needs to be a comic book movie or a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And whereas Universal, I think they've got the rights to Venom. Don't quote me on it. It might be Sony. But I know they did have rights to someone, didn't they, Paul? Universal? Universal have the rights to Hulk. To Hulk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So obviously they've done a deal with Disney then. So, so basically they don't have a lot to choose from when it comes to comic books. I think possibly what Darkman was one of their, yeah. one of their ones years ago. But at the end of the day is Universal can and does do horror very well. So, mm-hmm. uh, when you look at some of the recent releases last year, like it, for example, it was a huge phenomenal uh, hit. And so it shows the audiences there's definitely a huge market out there for horror. So, um, there's going to be doing a lot of marketing for that particular film, um, particularly bringing it towards uh, a new generation who perhaps, um, you know, may not have seen the original um, or the sequels from the original. So 
that's the one that keeps coming to the top of the list. Um, the, it, again, is another one that, that a lot of people have mentioned, but they, that has the problem of the Stephen King connection. And then the other one, which I think is just real wishful thinking, it, it may be, possibly, don't know, is Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, um, I, I would love a Stranger Things house, but I do, I do feel like maybe it is a lot of wishful thinking. I mean, I know for a fact that as soon as Stranger Things hit Netflix, they were asking for it. They were saying, can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? So it's not like Universal hasn't tried. They are actively, well, at least I knew that they were, were actively trying. They may still be. I don't know. The one thing I will say is, though, is it was only, was it last week that the cast from Stranger Things were having a free, inverted commas, vacation at Universal Orlando? Um, I know that Millie Bobby Brown was definitely there. There was more than just her. There was quite a few there. Not all of them were photographed. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Like, mm. I, I definitely thought that it was wishful thinking until Stranger Things did the Topshop collaboration. And then they changed the Oxford Street store into, like, they just they decorated it like it was in the film, basically. So they made wow. all these, like, cool set designs in there. And then when I saw that, I was kind of like... Maybe they are open to doing things like this. Mm. So I'd love to see it, and I think it'd be an amazing. Don't think it'd be like one of the scariest houses, but I think it'd be like everybody would love it, and they could yeah. do some really cool things visually with it. And I think it just worked really, really well. But I just don't know if they're gonna be able to get it. But I think definitely Halloween because like we saw this well last year with Insidious and with Saw as well where you know the films weren't out yet and it was like the house was kind of like a trailer for us. Yeah. So Halloween, I don't think that's out until like mid October. Mm. We're like about the eighteenth, nineteenth ish of October. So that could be the same kind of thing again. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. I mean, and the other one that a lot of people are saying, and, the, and this one doesn't come from any of my good sources, but a lot of people keep telling me Freddy Krueger. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I was looking at this last week because I kept seeing people saying, oh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street's definitely coming. And I was like, why? Like, yeah. where are you plucking that from? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I have no, I have none of my usual or good sources have said that. So I don't know. Now, like, it would be cool, but then there's nothing, like, I was even looking, like, but is there, like, another, like, reboot coming out? And I think there was one rumoured a while ago, but I don't think anything came of it. No, I don't think like, I might be wrong on that, but I, I, I don't remember seeing anything that was, like, definitely happening. But I, I have seen quite a few people saying it. I do know that uh, a few weeks ago there was a supposed inverted commas leaked list. Um, I know that that is complete rubbish. Sorry. Oh, really? Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah. So don't, because that had things like Scream and stuff on it. So, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I do think that if they did a TV show, like, I, I know I spoke about this a few times before, but the last episode was like a double, a double episode of the Scream TV show. I think it was season two was amazing. It wasn't anything to do with Scream. It was like a, it, they'd made this whole story up. And it so, was fantastic. So Series 2, um, did you have to see Series 1 to get Series 2 then? or? 
Um, I mean, kind of yeah for the for the beginning of it because it kind of led on from, yeah. from season one. But at the end of season two, it was like it was a like bonus episodes, and I think the episode was called Halloween. And it wasn't anything to do with obviously the film Halloween, but it was a story that they'd. I guess they've made it up because I couldn't find anything else on the internet. But it was um, this about this like killer from like a long time ago, and oh. they they told this story, and it was like connected to this town that they'd gone to visit. I think they'd gone for like a weekend away somewhere, and it was fantastic. It kind of reminded me of um, uh, what. Who was that young girl that killed a family? Like, like a hundred years ago, maybe more. And then, um, I think Christina Ritchie did a TV show about it. Mm, not sure. Oh, I don't remember now. There was this girl that killed a family, anyway, this young girl that killed a family. And I, I got that kind of vibe from it. So it was, it was pretty cool. I think they could make that into a really, really good house. So, and they they obviously didn't do Scream last time. So it could be something that they look at. But then well, I've heard things like The Nun, which obviously is part of the Conjuring franchise. Well, The Conjuring as a whole has many, many legal problems in the past, which I believe have now been settled so in theory uh the conjuring could very easily come to Halloween Horror Nights next year because they have a very good relationship with that filmmaker so mm. and that studio mm-hmm. so you know crap yeah <laughs> it's gonna be scary i, th- I think the non looks terrifying and i yeah. really really like the conjuring films oh gosh and annabelle's yeah, so what if they did, like, the way that we had the Blumhouse Mashup House, which, by the way, I'd be buzzing if we had another Blumhouse Mashup House with other yes. Blumhouse films. But if they went around that same kind of thing and did a Conjuring Mashup House, and they could have Conjuring 1, Conjuring 2, Annabelle, none, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be like a super house. Yeah. Okay, so that the, the young girl <laughs> that killed the family was Lizzie Borden. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, she yeah. she's been represented at Halloween Horror Nights even from the first year. Well, it like it was it wasn't her, but it's, that's the kind of vibes that I got from from the story that they were telling. Like it's a similar kind of story, but they could make that into like a really cool house if they forgot about the scream element of it and just did it based on that. Then no, that's something that they could do. But then this year we've got another Purge film coming out. So we've got The Purge Island, which is a prequel. And that's going to tell the story of, like, leading up to the first Purge. So are we going to see The Purge again? (laughs) Jeez. You remember when we interviewed the creator of Purge and he Uh said about he was going to do a TV show? Did that ever come about? Well, I haven't seen anything about it. Like, I keep waiting for it to come out because it it seems like like a legit thing. And when I was Googling afterwards, it was like... Yeah, like it, like this is something that's going to happen, and then I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I feel like it'd be advertised a lot. Yeah, like maybe they're still making it. I don't know, 
but I, I could see that being something like um, the Exorcist TV show because that's just got a second season that's just come out. So it could be like that, but I didn't think that there was another page film coming out honestly, and then it came and it's coming out this year. Wow. I mean, again, you know, if you look at a Purge film, they literally cost nothing to make and they bring in so many millions of dollars that they're just such a non-brainer for a studio. Exactly. Um, I mean, when you look at your Marvel films, they cost a fortune and they make a fortune. But the reality is, is most Hollywood films don't make a profit. So to to have something like that, which you can make when horror in general is is cheaper to make than a, lo- a lot of different genres. Um, uh-huh. So they are it is a safer bet more often than not with horror. OK, so there's a there's another film coming out this year, which I'm super excited about, which is The Winchester. Oh, based Ooh, on yeah. the house, based on the house. So this got me thinking. They could do an escape room type house with this. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because they have an escape room in Orlando as well. Uh-huh. So, you know, this could be an upcharge house or it could be something that, you know, you just have to be willing to wait a little bit longer to do. It doesn't necessarily have to be a full-on escape room, but it could be, like, a more interactive house. And I feel like the creative team could go wild with this and make something, like, ridiculously cool. I, it looks like it's like I've, I've has anyone seen the documentaries on it? Uh, no, but I, I've seen I've seen I, I've seen footage on 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 YouTube. I think like it's super interesting. It's a really really interesting story, mm. and there is an awful lot that they could do with it. So I think it'd make a, a fantastic house, and I'm surprised really that I haven't seen that like. Because the rumours have already, the rumours have been flowing since before Halloween Horror Nights even finished last year. But I haven't really seen anybody talking about this. But, I don't know. I think it would make a good house and I think if they didn't do something escape room-ish with it, I think it would be crazy. Yeah, that would be, I don't know. uh, Doesn't that, sorry, what's the... What's that thing they did last year? The most recent year? Uh, it was like something you had to pay extra for, or was that 26? That was, that was the repository at 26. That's it. Repository, okay, yeah. What, so I, cause I heard that was kinda like, like an escape room, yeah. Yeah. But then we've got, also coming out next year, The Strangers 2. Oh yeah. So The Strangers was like, super, super, popular and I think that surprised them because I don't think it did much at the cinema if I remember correctly but I think it was kind of like a cult hit yeah so I know that I've seen people wanting A Stranger's House and with Stranger's 2 coming out I think that I think it's going to be based in like a trailer park so that could even work well as a scare zone honestly Oh, yeah. But I think that, like, the characters from Strangers, like Pinup Girl, are. Is that what her name is? Pinup Girl? I think so. Um, are, like, some of the most recognisable characters of, like, recent horror films. And, like, Sackhead. Yeah. 
and they've appeared at Halloween Horror Nights before. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Haunted Scare Zone. They were in um, All Night Dining or Dying. That's it. And yeah. then they were in the streets, weren't they? Was it that year as well, maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was All Night Dying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So I think that could work really well either as a house or a scare zone. The, the characters are recognisable enough that I would make it work even. I don't know when about the film's coming out, but I don't. I think it's like March or April. Mm. So that gives plenty of time to see the film and for people to know what the story is. Yeah. But then we've got a Predator film coming out too. Oh, what? Another? Yes. Heck yeah. So well, well, hang on. A remake. Oh. Hang on. Who owns Predator now? Disney. <laughs> Oh, gee, pal! But is this is this a recent thing? Who who owned who owned it before? Fox. Well, Fox Fox own it, but oh, why? That that is a Fox property. Disney hasn't signed on the bottom line yet, so yeah. Xenomorph is a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> so is there potential that we could have it? Because people loved Alien vs Predator. Yeah. Well, I can't see why not. Okay, I think we'll. I think we'll have quite a few happy people if, if we can get that. Yeah, including me. <laughs> Definitely including <laughs> me. But then I also saw when I was doing my little research of films that I really wanted to see this year that apparently there's going to be a Nosferatu remake, which I hadn't heard anything about until today. But then I'm like, is this going to actually happen? Like, have you guys yeah. heard anything about it? No. Like, whenever I see something on the internet, only I've seen it, like, out of my <laughs> friends. I was think, is this just, like, a fake website that I've been rather giving me this fake news? But <laughs> it, it seemed pretty convincing. And I was like, why haven't I heard this? Uh, it's like when everybody was sharing a few weeks ago that, Big Reduce 2 was in production. Uh, I've seen that all over Instagram today. Yeah. I wish it was. I know, it would be so cool. Especially now that Winona Ryder's back. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, this is the opportune time to do it. I mean, all of her shoplifting misdemeanors all been forgotten about. <laughs> yeah. Why no forever? Okay, so, speaking of upcharges... I wanted to know what you guys would be willing to pay to do at Halloween Horror Nights because I was having a think about this and I remembered, and Chris, I asked you about this before if you could find anything that you thought, if you remembered anything extra about it. But at 20 Years of Fear, they had an upcharge, like VIP thing that you could do. And I think it was only about $10 where you could, you had like a, your own little bar cash bar but it was like a museum yes yeah and it has loads of different props from from previous years and i'm not saying that i think that universal should charge us to have a halloween horror Nights museum because i think that would be a cool thing to have anyway but that's that's something that i would personally pay for 
as much so I feel like it, it should be accessible to everyone anyway that's something that I would pay for to do extra same with something like an escape room type house I'd pay extra to do that but what would you guys be willing to pay extra for at Halloween Horror Nights hmm. definitely that I would pay like even more money for that to go see like a museum of all the old past stuff I think that'd be really cool yeah, and it was, like, really cool stuff as well. Like, Chris, do you remember? Do you remember? Like, do you have anything more than what I'm saying? So I'm not explaining it very well. It was in La, La Bamba. Is it La Bamba? It is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was in there, and they had lots and lots and lots of props from many, many different years. And every once a week, I think it was, they had the creators of Halloween Horror Nights in there giving sort of seminars on design and, and the history and, and sort of icons that never made it and things like that. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a VIP thing. I can't remember what they called it now. It did have a, I'm sure it's in in, in the book uh, of what it was. Um, but also, um, James Michael Roddy told me once that they very, very nearly built a full-time Halloween Horror Nights museum. That's, some, like, that's something that they should have. And I'd, I, it honestly blows my mind that they haven't, like, either utilised space in the horror makeup show, because they've already got some things out in there, like, they've got the jack out there and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but they could utilise more of the space in there. They could even take some of the Terminator gift shop, maybe. Well, the, what happened was, was the idea was to turn the um, I Love Lucy attraction, as it was then, uh, it's now Hello Kitty, isn't it, I think? Um, yeah. They were going to turn that into Halloween Horror Nights Museum. And there was some resistance from park management about the first thing you see as you walk into a family-friendly environment is a horror museum. <laughs> but the final nail in the coffin that I was told was that the there was a quite a big pushback from the resorts because there was something... Every year there was some uh, kind of I Love Lucy tour group that used to come and they would book loads of rooms out so they were sort of worried that they may upset the fans of Lucy <laughs> I mean this is going back a quite, a, quite a few years now um, so that never happened and that's uh, after that that's when they put all the stuff in the lobby of the uh, monster show makeup uh-huh. show but then surely they've got so much stuff that's just sitting in like the prop warehouses. And I know that they like reuse stuff some years, but if they had that out on display throughout the year, like don't don't let it just sit there collecting dust. Like we want to see this stuff. They yeah. have they have a warehouse that's down near the airport that they rent. And it is absolutely full to the brim with past Halloween Horror Nights props, costumes, makeup, everything. I would even pay to go down to that. I've been begging them to let me in there for years. <laughs> I can't get in there. Can't like, the front door. I would pay like a premium. Like I would pay as much to do that as I would to do something like Unmasking the Horror. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's not in the park, and I'd like I'd travel, I'd pay for my own travel to get there, but I would pay that kind of price to be able to just walk around and have like a tour guide with me and like tell me what things were from. Well, the the, uh, the whole premise of was it the twentieth anniversary year? Yeah, the commercial. And the com- obviously yeah, <laughs> the commercial as well was that that they were basically uh, reproducing this warehouse that they own. 
Because <laughs> um, then they had the big scare zone too, and the, I think the scare zone was full of props too. Yeah. And yeah. then they obviously, like, at the end of that, they had, like, the little sections similar to what they had a couple of years ago where they have, like, they had little sections for the icons, like, Storyteller and the Director and stuff. But that is something that I would definitely pay a premium for. Not just at Halloween Horror Nights, I'd, I'd pay for it throughout the year, too, to go and see something like that. But I do definitely think that we... <coughs> sorry. That we need something year-round to display because they wear cards on the, on the props that they make in there they wear cards on the on the facades that they make and it always breaks my heart to know that they're just tearing it down as soon as it's yeah finished. yeah and you can't really get a good look at it when it's all dark no so but i mean to to have some other way they could display things like that you know, I, th- I think that to, it's important it's important to the park's history and it's important to the creators that i, I put on all the time and effort into making them yeah I know that like a lot of the stuff gets like displayed in the prop shop too. Like you get like like bits and bobs put in there, and that, like those bits and bobs sell for an awful lot of money. Like there was um, something from Scarecrow the Reaping that isn't something that I'd necessarily recognise from Scarecrow the Reaping. I think it was just like a head, but that wasn't yeah. a Scarecrow head. And I think that was maybe about six or seven hundred dollars. But then the Jack Bust was only like five hundred dollars. And I was like, I'd buy the Jack Bust because I would rec- I could recognize what that is. And like other people would, re- like if I had that in my house, people would be like, oh, that's like from Halloween Horror Nights. But if I had like a random zombie kind of head, people wouldn't, but it's, it's like worth more money. So people are spending the money on these things. Oh, yeah. It's big business now, that is. Yeah, so if they had the museum and then like, you know, had the items up for sale as well, they didn't want to re- reuse People would buy people would buy all kinds of stuff from in there, but if if you could pay for something extra, like what would you be willing to pay for? Hmm. Uh, for me, I would pay extra for just like a meet and greet with some of the characters. I don't think there's the need for the the sit down dining. Mm-hmm. I think I think especially with the the day and age of people wanting to take selfies with the characters as they're going through the mazes and through the um through the streets I think that that need would be taken away if you could pay that extra upcharge to go and have a photo taken with say Freddy Krueger as we've been talking about or or something like that just like a couple of the main characters yeah that would be a, that would be a yeah. cool thing to do I would um so I, something they have here at Screamageddon which is like in Tampa area they have a a glow up necklace that you can buy before you or I don't know if you can buy it or you just ask for it. You 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 put that on before you go to a house and they'll they'll kind of like toss you around. It's basically saying, yeah, you can throw me around or move me around and stuff because it's a pretty intense house. I think ah. something like that at Halloween Horror Nights would be cool to have the scare actors maybe do different things with you or be a little more intense. I don't know. Yeah, to just wear a scare zone shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See what scare actors say to you then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or be a five a five foot tall girl and see what they do to you. It's not a fun time. But yeah, like I'd I'd even if that wasn't like an upcharge thing, like if you could maybe like have coded things to say like maybe like I like I don't really like to be as I like walking through, but I don't like I don't yeah. like to be like you know too too scared. Yeah, 
yeah. then obviously something else to say like I'm fine. I'm fine with Yeah, me. or be like bed. Yeah, or be or be crazy with me. Yeah. I mean sometimes as well you, you'll go to the event and you're just not like you might have been a couple of times before and you just might not be in the mood. Yeah. And that's like that's not to say that you shouldn't go to the event just because you're not in the mood because you might feel like going to the event and then you get there and maybe something happens and you're kind of like, well, I want to be here for my friends and I want to be here because I enjoy it, but I maybe don't want to be, like, overly intimidated tonight. Yeah. Something like that would be cool. But I'd pay for things like when we had the RIP tour and then we could go into the, the little VIP room. I'd pay just for the VIP room bit. Like somewhere that I could just kind oh. of get away. And so kind of like a cabana or something. Yeah, like like just like that. And I think I yeah. think maybe that's what the um the twenty years of fear one was kind of like too, because you did get the bar in there and then like you said, Chris, they'd have like people from creative doing things. And I think that they had people that did makeup in there too. So mm, I'm quite sure like they had different different topics every time. Yeah. But if if I could pay extra to have like a VIP room that I could go and sit in, I maybe just take a little bit of time out, and they could maybe even display things in there as well. The thing is, it's quite pertinent that you should ask this question because there will be meetings right now in Universal where people round a table will be saying, "What extra things can we do this year?" Yeah. So if people listening could think of something that they want to see and that they would pay extra, tell Universal because the yeah. chances are now's the time to tell them so they can plan it for September. Okay, so you know when they have, and there's, there's one coming up, I think it's next month, the um, Designers Forum. Yeah. So when they have the panels there and... You know, they, they have different companies talking about it on the stage, but they, they have a Halloween Horror Nights panel and they sit and they talk about their creative process and they might pick like maybe a house or two different houses that they've made and they'll, they'll kind of go step through step by step like with the creative process of it. I would pay for a panel like that. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So if they maybe did like three or four throughout the event, I, I, I again would pay as much as what I'd pay for an Unmask in the Horror Tour to have a panel with the creative team. I mean, they've, they've definitely done that before. So, you know, there's nothing stopping them doing it again. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, like, if you're going to have, say, like, 100, 150 people sat in the room, pay, like, $10, $15 a person. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive. You're still going to make quite a lot of money from it for maybe an hour session. Or even the makeup team. The costuming team. Oh, yeah. You could do all different ones, but just so that people can learn a little bit more about the event and what what it takes to create the event. Like I, I'd pay for that all day long. I'd even pay for that throughout the year for things like the Mardi Gras events or the Harry Potter events. Yeah, and I know that they have like the media the events, but we're not yeah. all media. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, I don't know what that was. Crazy <laughs> car things are coming on my TV. But like that is something that I would I'd pay for throughout the year to to learn more about the events that Universal put on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like a behind the scenes thing every few months. Yeah, it'd be cool because like a lot of the things that they do put on, 
you have to kind of work for a magazine to go to or you have to kind of know somebody to get into it and it's not as accessible for people like like us as well where we'll only be there for certain times of the year like I want to be able to go to these things yeah anything else that you'd pay for the other thing they have done in the past, you didn't have to pay for it, but they did used to have certain celebrities there signing autographs and things. That would be cool. Um, so kind of like a, a convention kind of thing. Yeah, so they, they've done that. They've had various, I mean, in the same sort of vein as Mardi Gras, they've had different bands there playing music. Um, again, not, not an upcharge. Um, I mean, obviously they've had Robosaurus there. Uh, you know, I mean, in the first couple of years, they even did um, fancy dress costumes uh, contests. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't do that now, obviously. But well, um, this, this last year, they quite a few people were there dressed in costume. Yeah, I think yeah. I saw someone dressed as the crow. <laughs> I don't know how they girl. got in. I have no idea. But then, Luke, I think I was with you when there was a girl dressed like in full like anime cosplay oh yeah we kind of told she was a scare actor yeah and she was walking through the page <laughs> and we did think that she was a scare actor and she wasn't yeah but there's quite a few people that i, that I did see in fancy dress and i was like how what <laughs> how they let you in yeah i mean i remember once i was there with my brother and there was this really hideous guy he had this like huge nose that was covered in warts and he had this long mac on and he, he had this hair that was all over the place. I mean, it looked really scary. And I was with my brother at the time and he was like, oh, my God, the makeup on these scare actors is amazing. <laughs> then we realized he was a photographer. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> it sounded like you were describing the guy from Halloween Town. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> the goblin guy. OK, so. Let's wrap this up now then, because I'm conscious of the fact that this is a very long episode, even though I thought we wouldn't have an awful lot to talk about. <laughs> so let us know what what kind of things you'd pay extra for. Obviously, like Chris said, let Universal know because they will be having meetings on it. And it's obviously better if it comes from us, the fans, so that we actually get something that we want. Definitely. Same kind of thing as when we, you know, we wanted plastic annual passes. And our constant moaning in the annual pass group. The thing is, Got is Universal it. listens. Yeah. You know, they you wanted more tours, they put more tour guides on than they've ever done. You wanted more merchandise, they did it. You wanted to buy the props, they did it. So, you know, just tell Universal. And I'm sure if, if there's enough people saying they want something, I mean, we're not talking snakes on a plane, but tell them what you want and I'm sure they will probably do it. Exactly. Just gonna slide in the DMs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's one way. <laughs> yeah. So, on that note, then, <laughs> join us on the next episode because we'll have all of the info from Luke going to the Marvel Dining. Oh, yeah. And maybe we'll have more Halloween Horror Night stuff, but we'll definitely have more park news, park updates, and Maybe I will talk a little bit about my birthday trip plan. Ooh, so, yeah. yes, so excited. That video was awesome. <laughs> Super excited. <laughs> so, 
Join us next time. We'll have a Days After Dark out next week too. And Paul, any more strikes coming out? Uh, we should be recording one next week, I think. I think we're going to look at some, some fan casting for the, the characters that are coming in with the Fox deal. Yes. Awesome. And then Chris is obviously working on a super secret project, so <laughs> hopefully you'll hear about that soon. <laughs> yeah. Any more Scarezone episodes coming out in the next couple of weeks? Uh, no, we, we just did one. Um, which I did give a, a rumour on there about the replacement for Bill and Ted, which I haven't spoke about this evening, but pretty much everything I know or what I was told I've, I've said on the show. So yes, go so listen to Scare that. Also, <laughs> we've got a super, 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 super exciting guest coming off at the end of the month. But I'm not going to tell you who it is yet, so you're going to have to keep tuning in to find out. Ooh. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Life finds a way. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash disasterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash disasterdark. As well as supporting the show, there are other goodies available, including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support.
We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support Diz After Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com forward slash Diz After Dark. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Diz After Dark. Thank you. Podcast Network. Oh.